0: Hi, everyone. This is Pivot from New York Magazine and the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm Kara Swisher,
1: and I'm what the actual fuck? Fuck. What the <laughs> actual? <laughs> I mean, Kara. Uh,
0: I don't. I need to, say. to
1: speak to the manager. I'm, I have Karen. had it.
0: <laughs> I think in this case we need some Karen-ing happening here. We need Karen to get up there and talk to the manager. I
1: haven't slept. What? I, I need soup and a cuddle. I can't. I Handle Everyone's this.
0: up till 3 a.m. getting information they're not I, getting.
1: I just like, can't handle this.
0: It's really bad. Someone said, a, a funny tweet was, someone said, when is mommy going to stop looking at the map, the man, the man with the map show. Oh, my
1: gosh. I First off, okay. I have <laughs> watched. King. I He's have watched. Uh, is it John King or Peter King? I guess John, John King. John King. I have watched him. I can't the take last.
0: Steve Karnacki. He just exhausts me.
1: Well, first off, yeah. those guys must be sweet, sweet lovers. Uh, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Look at look at John King. First off, did you know he was married to Dana Bash?
0: Yes, I do, because I know Dana. It's Dana Bash Dana and I know Bash? Dana. I'm sorry. I I happen They're to know her. Both She's great. These yeah.
1: super impressive journalists who are so good looking and I'm s i am I was so sad to find out it didn't work out. She must have been she crushed.
0: Has a great she boyfriend.
1: Must have been crushed when she found out he was having an affair with a plasma screen. I mean, that guy, <laughs> if nice. I need somebody he's to touch me that. the way he touches that screen he's with those good. big, See he, soft He gently
0: hands. touches it. He's like the la- he's oh, like the chess so, players in the Queen's Gambit. He's so just, good. And
1: do you notice they have, like, these hot guys who everybody wants to touch their body doing the screen? Steve Kornatke is the dork you made out with. And no, then Bill no Hemmer, very out handsome with, guy no. on Fox. He's doing the screen. But nobody nobody makes sweet, sweet love to a TV monitor like that King dude. Oh, <laughs> my God.
0: I know. He's very comforting. Because he's comforting. also kind of fair. He's very like, well, let's just wait. Let's it's, just but wait. Come on.
1: Let's be honest. The big yeah. loser. Well, yeah. I think one of the big losers. By the way, I have a lot of predictions. I have been watching okay, CNN for 30 hours, and <laughs> it's like changed oh. my view of media. First off... First off, okay, I couldn't handle MSNBC. MSNBC was like a a hysterical boyfriend or girlfriend. I just couldn't handle it. And I went over, (laughs) so I went over to CNN. There's Ando. He makes me feel much better. Ando is your boyfriend. Jake Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper is definitely, should be Secretary of State. And then, I mean, they're just all so good. And then they literally... The only thing I really take away from the last 36 hours is I mm-hmm. absolutely need super beta prostate, Yeah. <laughs> and I need to sell my house to Tom Selleck so he can finance it through Higgins and Joe Namath will get me a reverse mortgage. Uh-huh. CNN, first, so I predicted, remember six months ago when I said, well, not six months, 11 months yeah. ago, I said, all right. I'm gonna go after Twitter. You said it
0: was gonna be a landslide, but let's keep going. Okay.
1: Okay. Hold on. Hold all on.
0: Right, we'll get to that. In I'm a minute.
1: getting into the business of polling, and the okay. way I'm going to predict Florida yeah. is I am going to um, I am going to uh, uh, perform a vivisection on all aborted livestock and look at the liver. It's all okay. about the liver, and I will have more luck figuring I, out yeah, examining the organs of Polisters. dead animals what the hell? than 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 these. Uh, okay, my suggestion to Nate Silver and Maris and Quinnipiac yeah. is in 2022, they should take a poll and <laughs> stick it up their ass.
0: All right, okay, we're going to get to them in a minute. so sick. But two things before we start on the, on the election stuff. First, we're, Where am I? big story. Bring me back. Where no, am I, Kara? No. Proposition 22 passed in California. That means app-based drivers will stay classified as contract workers. So what does it mean for the future of AB5 and other measures to give protections to gig workers? And then the Ant Group's anticipated Blockbuster IPO has been halted. What the heck, Scott?
1: You're literally trying to distract me. You're trying to help. I am. I I'm going to get to the election in a minute. We're going to okay. do all election okay.
0: the whole time. But, all right. So, all look,
1: right. Prop 22. Yeah. Basically, Uber has become big tobacco. Tobacco is not mm-hmm. in the business of selling cigarettes. Tobacco is in the business of lobbying mm-hmm. and gaming the government such that their their network can sell more cigarettes. That continue to levy death, disease, and disability on America at 90-plus points of margin. Yeah. And when a company like Uber can't figure out a way to make... Make money, but it can figure out a way to put hundreds of millions of dollars into legislation that attacks the dignity of workers. That's a negative forward looking indicator for Uber because, unlike tobacco, it's not a profitable uh, business. And by the way, to their credit, everyone said it's ridiculous they're putting hundreds of millions of dollars into cramming through Prop 22. But, but in the last 48 hours, Mm Kara, the company with the passage of Prop 22, which basically emasculates union power and make sure that workers can continue to make substandard substandard wages mm-hmm. there's their market capitalization is up 15 billion dollars so yes it is quite frankly okay that that's chump change that's that's water off a duck's back which goes mm-hmm. to a lot of issues and, uh, anyways uber Uber has now is now kind of the big tobacco focused on legislation as opposed to innovation.
0: Well, I think it's going to go court court. I mean, what will happen to AB five and other things? So it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to reconcile these things. I don't think there's any goodness in them looking like they're anti-employee at this point. Correct.
1: Well, so you you introduced me to the CEO of mm-hmm. Airbnb, Direct. and yep. and he's doing the right thing. He's trying to become. The non-gig economy, gig economy. And that is she's setting aside a fund to to try and create economic security for their 40 million hosts. Mm -hmm. They're going the other way. They look at Uber, they look at Lyft, they look at Instacart, and they say, okay, that's just not how we want to roll, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, look, I I think it's a really bad – these companies are becoming – I think they're unprofitable companies that prey – on you know this what is becoming unfortunately a permanent underclass. Yeah, it is not a good look. What do you so what that, is was that ahead.
0: money well spent? The two I think they spent two hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, passed.
1: incredible. That's the problem. It's these yeah. these this money seems ridiculous. And then you go okay if I can increase my market cap fifteen billion dollars. Why not by continuing to cement my ability to exploit and arbitrage humans, and force them to go to work with a cooler full of Diet diacokes and diabetes medication, and then contract Corona and come home and die and my family doesn't have the opportunity to file for unemployment, or I'm sorry, yeah. for uh, death benefits because my company doesn't want to pay payroll taxes. I mean, yeah, that's a fantastic a fantastic oh, business God. to cover a wallpaper over a business that is a bad business. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. What is your sense of uh, what I don't know. Here? I asked
0: Yara to come on my Sway podcast to talk about it, but I do think it was good for them to pass that. It was kind of egregious how much money they spent on it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah. to them. I think they aren't going to slip out of not helping employees quite as easily as a proposition. So, but we'll see. Ant Group, very briefly. What are you? What's going on there?
1: This is a big deal. Um, I had Neil Ferguson, the historian, uh, uh, and a fellow Glaswegian yes. from Scotland on mm-hmm. uh, the Prop G podcast. And this guy's a gangster thinker. He I is mean indeed. A, a blue fl- flame thinker. Really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff and. We had talked about, my kind of premise has been that China has seized the baton of global leadership, and you said that he disagreed, and really opened my eyes to the notion that a one-party system, the communist system, makes a a structure, a construct, or society fragile, Mm -hmm. because if if we don't like the Democrats, we can rebel against them, and the Republicans come in office, and we find out they're no better than us, and then we kick them out, Mm
0: -hmm. but it
1: creates a robust society to have multi-parties. When you have one party, it creates real fragility. And the thing about China was their best ad, their best kind of geopolitical brand building uh, effort, in my view, was that they were moving towards capitalism with these incredibly innovative global companies that that were largely uh, in a capitalist move. They were saying, okay, capitalism and rule of law and consistency is important. We're moving the other way, of course, doing kind Mm -hmm. of these one-off weird bans and everything. And then what happens, they pop up and say to Ant Financial, which is about to be the most successful IPO potentially in history, they say, not so fast. Not so fast. We've decided to stop it. That yeah. is literally the worst brand move yeah, China could like have made in the last 12 there. months.
0: What is happening? Well, there, that's the totally. thing. We
1: don't know. We just know they're allowed to stop. I can't an tell IPO whether there's some tracks. weird
0: corruption going on, or there's some numbers, or who knows? Who knows? That's the thing. It's so it's mm, so veiled. Uh,
1: if I had to speculate, if yeah. I had to speculate, it's and financial is embracing this global capitalism look because they'll all get much wealthier. And China said, no, we want to ensure that we get the data. We want to weaponize the platform. We want to use it if mm. we want as a surveillance mechanism. And my guess is Jack Ma isn't playing ball. And they said, you know what? I'll tell you what. We're going to take your ball and right. go home. You're not doing your IPO. But something yeah. is going on here.
0: Something. We have to find out. This and it's is a, a really
1: bad look for China.
0: Bad look for China. All right. Okay. Now, speaking of bad looks, America. Uh, big stories. Big stories. As we wait on the election results, let's talk about how social platforms have been doing at stopping the spread of misinformation. Twitter and Facebook slapped warning labels. Twitter very quickly on several of President Trump's posts and all of them one from the QAnon lady who won and wherever the hell she's from, Kentucky, I guess, that makes false claims about vote counting. Twitter hid two of Trump's tweets behind the screen saying they might be misleading about an election, and other civic process. That slowed the spread of misinformation. Facebook took similar measures, but much slower. Uh did. Not take any steps to slow down posts from spreading. Three of Trump's posts falsely claiming victory were among the top four posts on the platform Wednesday, and also they helped people organize to protest at, uh, uh, so far peaceful uh, at uh, at uh, election centers. People who are Trumpies. Uh, meanwhile, the New York Times is reporting that YouTube was much more successful at stopping the spread of these false videos on the platforms than in 2016. But. Again, it gave boost to lots of stuff uh, that, that Kevin Roos has been pointing out, lots of false information. So what do you think, Scott? And, 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 and you can go on and on about the election. You can do whatever you want about the election here. Go right ahead.
1: Well, I've just done a lot of thinking because uh, I have not been drinking, uh, which has been a real – by the way, you seem very calm. I'm a well, mess. What, what have you been doing? You've been drinking tea. Just, what have you been doing?
0: No, I mean, I just, I just can't. There, I tr- just turned it off. I can't do anything about it. I can't. I, there's nothing. I'm not like in there voting. I mean, doing the counting or anything like that. And I, 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 when I got to the point where I thought I could affect it by watching it and like if like yeah. and, and doom scrolling, I do do doom scrolling for sure. But I just, yesterday I decided to just do funny tweets, like point out, I put on a a, a, a pumpkin head and took a picture of it. I, I mean, I made some funny ones when like Kaylee, whatever her name is, was declaring victory pre-declaring victory. I was like, try stop trying to make fetch happen, Kaylee. Um, you know, so I've tried to do funny stuff that everybody mm-hmm. can laugh at versus like, I cannot believe you are saying this Donald Trump stop the election. So I've t- I've focused in on the funny ones like when he did the stop the count thing in capitals mm-hmm. which is his way and someone uh you know there's a there's some very funny memes going around about it and I've pushed those up. So I'm just going to focus in on the humor part of the portion mm-hmm. of the of the thing and then we'll see. I think feeling badly is just it's hard it's hard not to. Because the whole thing feels so chaotic. And by the way, whatever side you're on, you're going to feel like out of control. So I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, but I do it. think Twitter has done a nice job. I have mm-hmm. been, very, been very impressed by Twitter. I have been less, much less impressed by Facebook. And they're very slow. Um, and YouTube, eh. I'm in the eh middle of them because I've seen some really bad stuff going crazy. Mm-hmm. So what do you think?
1: So, look, uh, a couple observations after watching CNN 30 hours straight.
0: Mm-hmm. The, yes, whole, world,
1: the whole world me. is going iOS or Android. Fox is Android. It's about 70% of the quality of CNN. The anchors just aren't as smart. The writing isn't as crisp. The graphics mm-hmm. aren't as aesthetically pleasing. Fareed Zakaria, Anderson Cooper, Christian Amanpour, Michael Smirkanish, these are all under-leveraged brands. And you have this mm-hmm. gorgeous cont- content interrupted by a stupid app telling me to do nothing for 15 seconds called Calm when I haven't done anything for 30 hours. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Calm. You're stressing me out. The Calm app is literally pissing me off. The ads ruin everything. The opportunity, the opportunity. And if AT&T stock goes below 20 bucks a share, it's already down to 27. I'm gonna raise two to $3 billion, force the company to spin Time Warner. You put CNN behind a paywall. It goes iOS and potentially, potentially the gangster move would be to merge with Twitter so Twitter can go vertical with content. But CNN needs to be the iOS. It's just a superior content platform relative to the other networks. MSNBC Mm -hmm. doesn't have the depth. Fox just doesn't have the quality of CNN. And the thing that ruins CNN and ruins everything else is the advertising industrial complex where they put these ridiculously fucking stupid ads to break up the content. Time Warner, AT&T. The whole AT&T Time Warner synergy has just not happened. And at this point, AT&T, which is an amazing business would probably trade higher without Time Warner because it'd be a pure play, and they're paying mm-hmm. a conglomerate tax right now. So, the opportunity for Twitter is, one, to get rid of their part-time CEO. And by the way, there is a behind-the-music story around that ridiculous endorsement, quote-unquote, board review that Jack Dorsey's comms people are outspending as an endorsement of his leadership. We'll come back to that. Okay. But the opportunity is AT&T, if it goes below 20 bucks a share, is going to invite an activist, and they're going to respend Time Warner, and the real opportunity for CNN is to put that amazing content and those incredible individuals behind a paywall and to become the iOS. Oh. Think about it. Every piece hmm. of content, whether it's motion picture quality movies like Mandalorian, whether it's amazing, amazing original scripted television, it's all gone behind a paywall and created hundreds of billions of value. The only thing that hasn't gone behind a paywall, really, in media. Is okay. news and politics, well, and anyone who watched the fucking election is like, I am sick of someone telling me how big my prostate is.
0: Yeah, I understand that. I get that. I don't know if that because I, I think you've been watching a little bit too much. You've, oh, you think? I, you know, I, I sometimes like some of those ads. I like. I don't like Mr. <sighs> Pillow over at Fox, but I do like the guy who has the stu- the paste that you put on water stuff, and it stops water from coming into Flex your tape? house. Flex Tape. Flex tape. He lives three.
1: He lives three houses down from me, and he Can has you the tell best him? toys. He I has love the best him toys. so much. I love. I he's don't a really know nice what his guy. politics
0: are. I don't care. I he's love a really when he nice does guy. flex tape commercials. I love when he does the boat made out of flex tape. Or no, whatever he's he, a genius. He's, he's a, a genius. genius. So, um, and it, I find it. I, I actually it's very calming in this time to watch him do hmm. things like I'm like, oh look, the hole is fixed. Good. Okay. Good. Democracy. No, but the hole is fixed. In any case. Um, I think it's very hard for them to go a paid route because I don't think you pay attention except at these moments. Like I could hardly. One of the things that that the problem is they've done very calmly during this election. I thought they've done a really good job of not allowing misinformation. But then last night they went right back to form with the screaming and the you know the angry and Cuomo guy and Don Lemon and for example on CNN. And so and then it what I wouldn't pay for it. I wouldn't pay for it. I wouldn't pay for it.
1: Oh, I think you would. No, I think I if they, if uh, they unless if they, they had like niche?
0: Anderson Cooper and John King and Wolf Blitzer did a nice job, I have Wolf. to say Wolf did a. He's claps very good. To he's Wolf very Blitzer, I have to say, but yeah, it, I think good. that it just degenerates into so much bullshit that I would not. But that's import. because
1: of the ad model. That's because no. they have to go to the lowest common denominator. Because i was thinking
0: they're trying to gin. There's no information, and they're ginning up problems. Hundred
1: percent. The and Situation that, Room.
0: The, you know what the weren't. biggest lie at the beginning they weren't, and I liked it, and then. They did.
1: The biggest lie they told, and they kept mm-hmm. repeating it, was the story is unfolding fast. I'm not,
0: no, it's not. It's no, barely it's even slow. unfolding. Yeah, it's slow. It's a- slow. And anyway, David Chellian has something. I'm like, he just said that.
1: Advertising on CNN like has David become Chelyan. a tax that the technologically illiterate and the poor mm-hmm. have to pay. And it's time to put that content behind a wall. They could cut their costs. They could take their revenues down ten or twenty percent and massively increase shareholder value because I think and then and then roll in all that great Warner media content it the, they right. need to go gangster they need to dis they need to disarticulate from a t and t that that is a failed acquisition uh-huh. And they need to sell auction off HBO, which, by the way, would pay for a auction lot.
0: Auction off. Interesting. Not well, here's keep the it. thing.
1: How All much right. would Amazon, talk about a bidding war. Oh, fair. Between Apple TV Plus and Amazon Prime Video, what do you think they'd pay for Why HBO? Why not keep
0: it? Why not just keep it?
1: Because I think if you – I think you could get such a big number right now because you yeah. have the deepest pockets in the world. And then you take uh, CNN content and put it behind a paywall and you let at and be a pure play telco as it should have been and always mm-hmm. was. You're
0: unwinding everything.
1: Uh, it's time to unwind it. I mean it's a 27 bucks now. It's why a good, sell
0: HBO? I don't want to keep it with the CNN stuff. Well, together. okay.
1: That's an option. I just think right now, I think HBO, unfortunately, because they've junked it up with all this shit like the Big Bang Theory, is Mm -hmm. unfortunately part of now the shrinking ice cube, which is the cable bundle. Mm -hmm. And to disarticulate and go back to the gorgeous positioning of HBO, it may be too late. They may have jumped the shark. And I think you could, quite frankly, and if you're thinking like a shareholder... You could get some crazy fucking number for HBO right now because the, right. deepest, po- the deepest pockets in the world are all looking That's for a interesting way. little
0: aside here during this thing. So let me ask you this other question. Yeah. So what are the learnings from 2020 be applicable going forward? You, so you, you, you're thinking more of a report. I've always thought, as I've said this, it should be a reporter-based system with actual experts like John King, for example, who's very yeah. good at what he's doing, um, and not like all the pundits. Like Rick Santorum, I want to like, Gouge my eyes. Well, yeah, but they have just to him, have it. Oh, it's all of them. I have to tell they you. They
1: have to have a conservative up there that they can be. I
0: know it, but all <laughs> of them. I just don't need it. I'm like, this is done. Yeah. This doesn't give me any fresh information. I want interviews yeah. with the newsmakers and I want good reporters telling me what's happening on the ground. That's what I want. That's yeah, all I want. Yeah,
1: but you need. know what the role model is? The role what? model in the business segment. What? Is is your organization, the New York Times, two-thirds of the revenue is subscription. It's behind a paywall. Yeah, all
0: right. And okay. also,
1: it's hardcore investment in and rigorous journalism.
0: Speaking of the cable bundle getting destroyed, if Biden is elected, mm-hmm. how do you hope to—the new president is not going to use Twitter. He's not going to be like a—the a, only people that will benefit is Fox from screaming at him, right? I mean, the others, what are they going to do? He's not going to be like— you know, malignant narcissist of the day does something. He's not charismatic like Trump because malignant narcissists are charismatic, as Sarah as Perel just pointed out to me.
1: Well, Twitter's going to have to do some soul searching. And for a while, they got this sugar high mm-hmm. of a guy with 70 million followers who said incendiary things that created massive enragement and engagement. And that's going away because Biden mm-hmm. is going to treat Twitter as he should. He'll use it for press releases and to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, the turkey that they... They acquit or whatever the term it I mean it'll just be yeah. it, it'll become much less interesting and much more responsible sure. as it should be. Twitter's strategy is very straightforward. They can't compete with Google or Facebook. It's not an ad supported model. it's a subscription model. Anyone with less than ten thousand followers, it's free. Anyone more than ten to one hundred thousand, pays ten bucks a month. More than a million, you pay a thousand bucks a month, and mm-hmm. they would absolutely pay it. They move to a subscription model. They do verticals around investing, around politics, around I don't know agriculture, whatever. Whatever these little niches they can find, mm-hmm. but they move. They move. They get away from this advertising industrial complex, which is collapsing on itself, and creates a hate, a hate for profit platform. And this thing would skyrocket. Anything that has a fraction of the influence of Twitter trades between ten and thirty times the valuation. And and somebody 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 recognizes and actually reads the AK filing that came out last week, the quote unquote board review of management. Oh,
0: we're getting to that in a second. That's big story too. But okay, first, of sorry. All, so, but what but what happens to the the MSNBCs and the Fox Newses of the world? Fox News seems that they'll be good in either direction, right?
1: Anyone who goes behind a paywall. Yeah. Anyone who goes behind a paywall, the superior model is a Gulfstream and starts picking off the well, pilots. what about
0: Fox News? They could actually those people. Pan- my uh, mother, Fox would totally, is fine. my mother would give my mother would give her eyeball. For they're Android. Android. They, what? They'll
1: have the biggest audience of crazy. Okay, so they can
0: just go. and
1: they'll have. The, and it, be my guy. It's not as good as iOS, but a lot of people watch it and it's free. That's right, what okay. Fox. Will so be. they should
0: stay there. So MSNBC. MSNBC what they do?
1: slowly but surely. As soon as somebody says we're going no ads, we're going hardcore. We're going higher quality. So
0: it has to be valuable.
1: And they start picking off the best people. They start picking off Stephanie mm-hmm. Rule. They start picking off Katie Tour. They She's start so picking off
0: Brian thing.
1: Williams. They start picking off the best people. And all these people think, you know what? I'd rather go behind a wall, focus on journalism, fo- focus less on sensationalism, not be interrupted with all this yeah, bullshit right. in my you're pillow. Right. I mean, I,
0: it's interesting. I actually called, there's two people who actually were called it, Brooke Hammerling and Stephanie Rule, about rich people voting for Trump. They were like, they're not, go- they're not voting their conscience, they're voting their wallet. 100%. Both of them said that to me. I'm like, come on, they've got enough money. They should do the right no, thing. No, no, no. Like the kids and kids. They're like, No, That's they don't Florida. care. And I gotta say, I gotta say, they were both right. And I talked to Stephanie last night, and she had a wonderful take on the suburbs of Philadelphia. I'm not going to go into, it, but I was like, I wish she was on saying these things, like, like, yeah. like being smart uh, and stuff like that. And how much the reason I called her is because she was smart, right? And so I wanted to hear a smart take uh, versus anything else. And she Richard. needs
1: to be unleashed from this unleashed. six-minute segment or this nine-minute segment where we have to go nine minutes and then two minutes of these ridiculous ads. And by the way, if the content is strong enough, we're going to go 35 minutes. And if it's not yeah. that strong, we're only going to go 19 because it's yeah. on demand. Yeah. And we're going to bust out of this advertising industrial complex. And to your point, I mean, it, the, the the money thing is really interesting. And it's 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 the most obvious but underreported story or influence. And that is, and I have a lot of friends like this in Florida. Mm-hmm. And that is they think, you know, uh, politics in Washington is like this really old crickety Uh, rudder that just doesn't Mm -hmm. work that well and whoever's Mm -hmm. in office it kind of changes things but not really like if you didn't know who was in office you wouldn't know office. so at the end of the day they're like I'm just going to vote for whoever keeps the most money in my pocket and right now people believe that's Trump and they're not you could argue well aren't you just aren't you just transferring capital or or time with loved ones from your kids and grandkids with irresponsible Mm -hmm. fiscal management. And I think their attitude is, it's all irresponsible. Mm -hmm. Whoever puts the most money in my pocket, that's who I vote for. I think 10 to 15% of the electorate is that full stop. Doesn't matter. You can Mm -hmm. be a pedophile. And they're like, if you're going to cut my taxes or keep them low or keep my estate tax down, I'll vote for you.
0: All right. Well, that makes sense. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about Twitter's board leadership, which Scott is dying to talk about. I am. Uh, It's board leadership review and a listener mail question. And Scott, we are back. Jack Dorsey will be staying on as CEO of Twitter after a m- months-long board review of the company's management structure. This panel, established in March, said given recent improvements in Twitter's product and operations, including a substantial third quarter financial results, was the basis for the decision. And as a reminder, earlier this year, an activist investors took over 4% of the Twitter stock and obtained a board seat with the interest uh, then of ousting Dorsey, which didn't happen. Uh, he, he had some people came in and saved him. He's also CEO of another company, the payments app, Square. Scott, this is your thing. This is your your bearded whale, I guess. I don't know. What
1: My bearded whale? Yeah.
0: Well, he's got the beard, white whale, bearded white whale. I
1: got it. I got All it. Right. Um, okay, so disclosure, I'm a Twitter shareholder yeah. and I am advising said that. Uh, people uh, or investors in the company. And if you look, I mean, what's clear? what, what clearly happened, I read that thing and I'm like, what? What, what? is going on? Are they... They've, they've endorsed this guy, and then it's like, okay, first off, it's Dorsey's comms people running around telling everyone that they've endorsed management, right? Mm-hmm. They're not serving shareholders. They're not serving the company. They're similar, probably the same people who are for Sheryl Sandberg who are just focused on manicuring his image. This is setting up a, a, a peace with honor, basically a, an attempt to declare victory and leave. Because if you look at the actual filing, what happened? Mm-hmm. The board has de-staggered the board. That is big. That is big because it's no longer a staggered board as a weapon of mass entrenchment that protects management. It's been de-staggered.
0: Weapon of mass entrenchment. I like that. Go ahead,
1: Elliot. Which had a standstill as a function of getting that uh, uh, as a function of getting those board seats, which means they couldn't buy additional stock. That standstill is coming to an end at the next annual meeting. Mm -hmm. The ultimate. The ultimate buffer and apologist for Dorsey, Omid Kordostanu, who's the chairman. No one noticed this. He's left. He's left.
0: Oh, did Omid leave? The reason
1: we like this stock and the reason it's going to be up 60 bucks uh-huh. uh, to 60 bucks within the next six months is there's a floor on it because Aegon Durban, the the president. Egon, can
0: you not pronounce people's names? What are you like? Oh, David Perdue. So much more Georgia? Star
1: Wars and it's cool. Egon He'll forgive Durbin. me. That's it is awesome. Omid
0: Durban. It is Omid I have covered both and know them quite well. Keep going. Bring
1: in that Sunder pakai. Per- pakai. It's Dave also Kamala
0: It's. <laughs>
1: Anyways, I'm old and I'm white. I'm an oh old white guy. God,
0: you can, you can pronounce Omid Kurdistani. It's all vowels. Come on. All right. Go uh, ahead. Listen,
1: Swisher. So, listen. okay. Okay. So, so Omid Kurdistani has Scoot. left. He's left. Scoot,
0: go away. Uh, he's
1: left. Right. Okay. Umid, the standstill's left. off. They've de staggered the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, uh, basically and then you have a guy on the board who if the stock goes below so 30 the, bucks What is the
0: activist guy doing? What are they doing the Elliott people letting this this one go by? Well, I think the difference between them
1: and me is they understand the difference between being effective and being right. And I think ah, they're I think they're saying that. I think they're saying, "Okay, we're here for the long game, but think about it if the if the stock goes below kind of stays below 40, you have Egon will take a private because he has Silver Lake, but mm-hmm. most likely they're going to bring in. Uh, call me crazy, a full time CEO. They announced what a but shocker. Egon's been
0: a been a supporter of Jack, though. Although he he would he supports you know,
1: everybody. He's in the business of would, being friends with everybody.
0: I, I like Egan, but he would cut his knees off if he needed to. He's one of those people.
1: Yeah, but he'd do it behind the scenes. I, yeah. I, I oh, read totally. a bunch up on him. He's they'd very, very savvy. He'd be a
0: nice bottle of wine.
1: He's an economic animal, but he's a very nice guy. He will never publicly criticize anybody because in private equity, you have to be very likable or yes, you have to be indeed. at least uh, perceptually. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. to take a company private, you have to have the, the biggest shareholders and, and Jack is a big shareholder. But yes. I think people missed the story here. I think if you actually look at what's going on, uh, at Twitter, you're going to see a change in management. You're going to see the move to certain subscriptions, and potentially you have, you have a floor in the stock because Silver Lake is, w- is sitting there waiting to take the thing private if it goes down. So oh, I like this a That's lot. And I think there's going like to be big changes interesting. there.
0: All right. You think, and you think that you keep saying there's going to be a CEO and it never is. It's like you have several of oh these that never happen.
1: Uh, gosh, this is the big yeah. one.
0: Well, you at some point, he'll
1: die. I mean, if I keep yeah. predicting it, at some point, like. Guess it, what?
0: Mark Zuckerberg's not going to jail either, FYI. There's no perp walk. That you, you keep wishing upon that company. I don't it's think
1: not... he's. well hold on, hold on. A perp walk. There's going to be—what t- was my prediction? My prediction was that a Facebook executive
0: yeah.
1: is held in a foreign nation. There's. They're going to land yes, somewhere, yes, and somebody's yes, going to yes, escort them, yes. them yes. to jail for, me if it's 24, it's 48 hours. There's no
0: perp walk in this country for them. I'll tell you that. There's zero chance.
1: It's all been so There's politicized. Zir- if it, if Carlos Ghosn can be incarcerated in Japan, you don't think some SVP of Facebook isn't going to no. end up in prison somewhere? No.
0: You don't we didn't put so. anyone in the banking thing in prison. That's we don't put point. bad people in prison. We don't put, and that's they're not as bad. Point. It's that's just a not happening. Jack Dorsey's staying CEO. I'm going to go the opposite way. George, Rod- he's staying CEO of Twitter as long as he wants to. And Facebook executives will not pay the price for what they've done. Thank you. Cynical Kara. That's, that's the way it. it goes.
1: That's it. That's it. I'm going to Peter King. What's his name? John
0: King? And Donald Trump can still win. Sorry to tell you that. I have told you this a million times.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't even, oh God, I just can't even go there. Listen, I, those
0: super spreader events were appalling, but effective. Appalling, just appalling. Someone willing to you do think that. And worked? He works it. You know, you look at Barry Diller the other day. Barry Diller the other day was like, uh, I hate him, but good on him. Like, he's a he's a worker. He's, I was like, are you he's kidding me? a worker. Me? You know, he like keeps going. He's relentless, and he is. He is. He's done, shameless. Uh, shameless uh, is a different word that I would if use. If he
1: if he does lose his the his legacy, I think the actual one thing he'll be known for in a positive light mm-hmm. was I do think he got China right. I do think the tariffs well, partially. Well, yeah. it, it was executed poorly, but I do think yeah. saying, "Look, this that's what
0: I mean." A lot of stuff he's right, but Chimerica
1: thing, this whole thing yeah. that's a symbiotic relationship. He said, "No, this is bad for us. So we got to bust out of that." And Except what, here's
0: a guy taking loans from the, you know, honestly, he, he's he's an imperfect vehicle and a vessel on that one. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Imperfect is the mother of all understatement.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fine, it, that, he didn't have any. If he had actual uh, policies behind these statements, that would be one thing. I think it's just whatever sticks, and that's that's why he's shameless. And he is he is relentless in terms of like he's willing to to do anything and that's uh, that that someone like barry diller who really is negative towards him admires that i sort of feels like game knows game i guess sort of sort of anyway everybody's it's interesting how much bet hedging is going on everywhere even the, the republicans are not backing trump the people who don't like trump are not saying anything yeah. it's really there's a lot of bet hedging going on here Okay, Scott, let's go to a listener mail question to be read by Rebecca Sinanis, our producer.
1: You've got, you've got. I can't believe I'm going to be a
0: mailman. You've got mail. This question comes from David Talbot. Target is clearly a shrimp compared to Walmart and Amazon, but it's been punching above its weight for a few years now. Walmart and Shopify got me thinking when they looked into TikTok, would Pinterest be a smart acquisition for a retail giant like Target? What does the future of retail and social media look like? Thanks, guys. Interesting. Scott, I think I'm gonna give you this one. You're the you're Mr. Retail. Mr. Retail and Commerce. Um, so it's not
1: just it, it's not realistic because uh Pinterest Pinterest, I think, oh, I'm trying to find the market cap here. Pinterest is too expensive. Uh, it may be yeah. even more it's more likely that Pinterest would acquire just Just financially speaking, it's more likely the acquisition would be the other way around. Pinterest now has a $40 billion market cap. And I think Pinterest Mm -hmm. is one of the companies that has benefited from what will be one of the real lasting tectonic shifts of the novel coronavirus. And that is a dramatic transfer of stakeholder value from commercial to residential. And one of the strongest offerings on Pinterest is people go on to see a soapstone um, counter. It's really strong in the home. It's really strong in weddings. Uh, but I think Pinterest has really benefited from this, what I'll call, massive reallocation of spend into the home. Uh, so, that's just – it's just not realistic. And mm-hmm. uh, Target – target the opportunity for Target, in my opinion, is to double down on home and to go very strong into home decor mm-hmm. and also to double down on um, organic foods and take advantage of the fact that we're about to see – such a massive reallocation uh, uh, from eating out into eating into the home, but that's that's just not. It's a it's a fun idea to think about. It's just feasibly or financially not realistic.
0: All right. So so this is this idea of Pinterest. What does Pinterest do then? Do they buy, think about that on the other side? What do they do?
1: I think Pinterest. I think Pinterest is in a difficult spot right now. I think with a forty mm-hmm. billion dollar market cap. Um, so I
0: and, and issues within the company. A lot of diversity issues, as you remember. Couple months ago, their uh, COO quit, and there's lawsuits, etc. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, I know. I just, I know Ben. I know the CFO there, who's the CFO and COO. And I, I don't want to have empathy, if you will, but I just kind of, I have trouble believing these guys created a culture. I do was, not. You do not. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But go ahead. Um, but yeah, I think I think, I think Pinterest. Them, yeah. I think if it, I, I think Pinterest is in a weird spot, it's too expensive to be acquired. Mm-hmm. The, the probably the only way out for them to grow into the market capitalization. If I were them, I'd be sharpening my pencils and trying to find other assets with more EBITDA to acquire and tuck in. They, they now have a $40 billion market cap. They're trading at a ridiculous multiple of revenues. I would mm-hmm. be hiring Terry Kawaja and other great media bankers to say, go out and find us accretive acquisitions. I don't know. I think Pinterest is a tough one right now. Pinterest and Snap, to their credit, I thought they mm-hmm. were both going to be roadkill. I was yeah. wrong. They've both done a great job carving out really nice niches.
0: Yeah. I've always had a great belief in Snapchat.
1: Myself. Uh, well, you love it. Your kids love it, right?
0: Not just that. I think he's really creative. I haven't always gotten along with him. I actually do like him now, but I've always found him. We had one lunch that was so, uh, I will be depicting in my book, um, was so tense. Uh, but i uh, I think he's really evolved, and I think he's super creative, and he has a great product. I just... And I think he's evolved in a way that's really good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think he's hired some great people. I like a lot of the people there. A lot of women. He's putting a lot of women in power there, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the advice advices I gave to him at one point. Um, so, yeah, I think. What do you I think, think Petra should do? I don't know. I don't know. I always thought it should get bought by Google, but that's not happening. That's yeah, um,
1: tough. That's tough.
0: Or, or Amazon. That's not happening. Um, I, I don't know. It's neither here nor there. Right? It's too big, but too small. But not impactful, but impactful. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's used by a lot of people, but it's something that people could get stop using. But it has it's it's ahead in other people. I I imagine it should get bought, or I don't think I don't think that particular management team has the kind of ambition you're talking about necessary. Let's go buy Target. I just don't. No. I never see that coming out yeah, of my mouth. I don't. So, I don't
1: think they would do that. Uh, there's
0: quite a passive gang of people, which is why a lot of that stuff happened. Um, you know, I I also like Ben, but I got to tell you. And he did talk to me after all those issues. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a weird passivity, male passivity there. They're very male heavy. Uh, I don't have empathy for them. I think they're male are,
1: passivity. I like that. Male Missivity. passivity,
0: but aggression at the same time. Huh. It's a weird situation. And I think the people of uh, color and the women talking there are telling the truth. I know too many people there. And it's, but it's, it's a different kind than this sort of hyper aggressive, uber. Donald Trump kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. it's it's ex- it's implicit versus explicit. Anyway, we'll see what's going to happen to them. Good question. Thank you for that question. All right, Scott. One more quick break. We'll be back for predictions. I want you to predict the election because you were wrong about the landslide. Just so you know. Okay. <sighs> Okay, Scott, tough to predict things right now. I just just did a little doom scrolling while I was uh, listening to you talk, and nothing, 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 nothing. Like, things look up, things look down. Who knows? It's a mess, blah, blah, blah. All right, give me a prediction.
1: Well, I'm I'm sticking to my guns. I got the calibration Mm -hmm. wrong, but I think it's Biden, and I think my prediction has always been that the civil unrest, the uh, massive lawsuits, the post-election post-results, Agita, and I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I think the the most interesting story mm-hmm. or the story of the election is one word, and we're saying this. Right? You and I are recording this before we know. I, I think it's Georgia. I think Georgia is going to be the really interesting end up being kind of the state, just as it was the blue wall in sixteen. Yeah. I think Georgia is is super interesting. I mean, it I, is interesting. I've been looking at that. Obviously, that goddamn. Screen that John King <laughs> makes sweet, sweet love to, and if you look at the votes that aren't in right now, it's it's around um, Atlanta. But anyways, I think Georgia is interesting, and I just don't think I, I think that the moment. If you look at even Fox, they're
0: mm-hmm. not. Oh no, they're not. The reporters up. have taken over the rep- Well, no, Scott, Scott, Sean, Sean Hannity was insane last night. I made sure I watched it to see what was going to come out of my mother's mouth. Um, but uh, it, it's, uh, it's. They Kennedy were actually and, more
1: calm yesterday than MSNBC. They the were not. The
0: reporters were excellent. I have to say. Yeah. I've always thought I've thought Brett Bear is fine, and 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 uh, the other Dana Perino is quite good. Uh, they're they're very good reporters. I, I may not agree with them on some things, but in general, as reporters, I think they're just as good as Anderson Cooper and the others. Well, I like Come Anderson on, Donnie. Bite on, your sorry, tongue. Bite but your yeah, tongue. He has a point of view. They have a point of view. It's fine. They have less of a point of view than he does. In any case, I happen to agree with his point of view, which is different. Um. So here's the situation, though. I mm-hmm. think it's really hard. I'm going to make a little prediction. One of the mm-hmm. things that I hate coming out is all these tisk tiskers about, we don't understand the Trump voter, and he got a lot more votes. I never— Ever thought there was going to be a repudiation of him? I am related to people who love him, and it is vexing to listen to them, I have to say.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it is, it, I got some good advice from Esther Perel about how to deal with it, but uh, they just stick to their friggin' guns, like, and speak underscore guns. Um, although one of my brothers, my, my trumper brother now has bows and arrows. So that's comforting. how he's a hunter. No, he likes to shoot things. He also has apocalypse stuff. I'm not going to go into it. In Mm -hmm. any case, I know these. I have lots and lots and lots of relatives like this uh, on both sides of my family. And I'm not surprised at all. Not in any way whatsoever. And I'm not surprised that he's going to be around for a while. I'm not surprised that they like him. Um, But here is what is irritating to Mm me. Um, And so I think it's, I think there's a lot more like and also as esther pointed out people love a mag- malignant narcissist they're compelling and they're addictive and everything else even if you hate them you you love them because you mm-hmm. love to hate them and the people that love them love them and so it's it's this is not going away populism is not going away the second the thing that drives me up the wall and back down it is being lectured about this by Silicon Valley bros, who are now like, people, you know, this is a repudiation of liberal, la, blah 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 blah. Listen, this and that. They're not listening to people. Let me just tell you, Silicon Valley bros, you haven't seen a people, and you hate these people, and ever. Like, I had one exchange, someone you don't like, Jason Gallagher, he was doing that kind of, this is a repudiation of people telling people what to do. I am not going to be lectured by the elite, the elite of the elite about elites. Like, honestly, it's exhausting. Secondly, when I pointed out that, hey, guess what? These people are loathsome and want to ruin my my family's life. Oh, yes, I, I didn't think about that. I don't want to hear word one from the richest people in the world about how this is a repudiational liberalism. I'm a lot more centrist than people realize, although liberal yeah, compared to most people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm very patriotic, but I will not be lectured by the richest people in the world about the regular people of the world and how we have to listen to them. We have to listen to some of them, but some of them are... Homophobic, some of them are racist, and they're allowed to go on and on and say these terrible things. And it's not a repudiation of liberalism. It's just that some people have other reasons and overlook negative things. And I, that is, that's what, that's the thing that has been driving me nuts on, on Twitter is Silicon Valley people, all men, all lecturing people about what Trump means. I don't want to hear word one from them about what Trump means, because they don't know. And again, just like Trump, they don't like the base, either. They don't like the people, and they'd never put them on their planes, they'd never give them money, they'd never help them, they'd never have them in their houses, and they don't have any idea what it is like to suffer. Thank you. That's my rant.
1: All right. So, Kara, I think you are a strong woman with a beautiful mind, and I am very, I I do, I really (laughs) feel grateful to work with you. I really do. I I think you're an impressive person and a a very strong spokesperson for 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 people, but so let's take a moment to by recognize. The way, they
0: also go after you in a way that I think is bullshit. By the way, like you have made mistakes in your calls, so what? And you admit to it, and you always say, "Oh, that was wrong." They are always like doing that. I'm like, you little bunch of shitty little boys. Like you know, honestly, I'm so tired of them. Like yeah, you've made mistakes. Want me to go over your mistakes, all of you guys? Because I got I got the receipts for all of your fucked up fuck upness. And by the way, all of them have some pretty bad ones. Um, and again, I know all about them. And so that drives me crazy too. I don't like that either. I well, like I think
1: it. I think what infects San Francisco, and I lived there for ten years, and I was part of this. I had this virus is conflating luck with talent. Yeah. And and also, rather than confronting people. Uh, for the real reason, the reason they go after people, including doxing female journalists Mm -hmm. or going after me, which is fine, I'm out there, I deserve scrutiny, is they don't want to... The reason they're going after you is because you you perform the crime against humanity of saying that the septic tank that is their portfolio isn't as worth as much as they'd like to convince retail investors is, so they can foist their unicorn feces on people. And rather than having a discussion around that, whether... Whether Robinhood is addictive and overvalued, whether Uber is exploitive and overvalued, they'd rather come after you and attack you personally.
0: That's yeah, they do that. And they it's do. like,
1: okay, well, why don't we have, uh, why don't we have a discussion, a fact-based, data-driven discussion, and make some progress around how, why you believe that these things you've invested in? But at the end of the day, the only thing it goes back to those Trump voters. The only thing they're fighting for, their only principles, are what gets me richer, yep. and everything else. It's just a head fake. Everything yeah, so else is just so you know, all you Trump fake.
0: supporters, they hate you. They hate you. Like, you can't—they they would walk over you in two seconds if they could make another dollar, honestly. Seriously. I like you more, and I'm related to a lot more of you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like you that much, but you know but, what I mean? But let's
1: take a moment to talk about some of—there the, is some wonderful things that happen— uh, two, the first two uh, openly gay black men were elected to yes. office, first trans. Yep. Uh, so there is, uh, you know, look. I, a I lot don't of think...
0: marijuana drug laws were loosened up, which is interesting. That's right.
1: But there's no, that. there's no getting around it. Very I, I mean, complex. I I totally am in a bubble. The media here, I'm rethinking where do I get my sources of information because all the signals I was getting from the media were entirely wrong about what actually happened. Yep. Entirely yeah, wrong. I mean, that for God's sakes. Agreed. Uh, uh, Collins? How the hell did that happen? Yeah. How the hell did that happen? We're, and yeah. wasn't, wasn't Biden supposed to be up by 10 points in all these states? I mean, it was just, yeah. and I bought into it. And I thought, I, I just don't realize, it's really interesting. The it's,
0: Collins thing was fascinating. Yeah. The Collins thing was fascinating.
1: She trounced. I, trans- I was not trans- surprised her. by
0: Lindsey Graham. I've been that yeah, state. Yeah. That state yeah. likes, doesn't like a yeah. No, <laughs> it wasn't going to happen anytime soon. Uh, and he wasn't loathsome enough and, you know, whatever. He's just not that that wasn't going to happen in the in the area of um, some of them were very close, though. Some of them were very close, which I think was, you know, in um, in uh, Iowa, I think that woman gave her a run. Joni Ernst. Yeah. Right? I think Joni Ernst is on notice in that case. Oh, in uh, and I don't think she should feel good about her win. She should know she 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 almost lost it. Collins one was really interesting because that I, I didn't I, I didn't read a lot of the main coverage and I don't know what the main report was. That shocked said, everybody.
1: But, I think that shocked people in Maine. Uh
0: well, it's sort of someone said it's like uh Maine voters are just like Susan Collins. They're very distressed and disappointed and will do nothing about it. So
1: it kind of <laughs> you love that. Uh,
0: I, I don't know. I think they just stuck with her. They didn't mind her being s- sort of anti-Trump and yet not. I think that's when she sor- when she went a little bit anti-Trump, she, they said she was going to lose all the Republicans. I think the Republicans were comfortable with her stance on that. Like, we don't want to decide.
1: You know what's also interesting is if you think of the market. Is that this, was a big win. Is this incredible, I still
0: like her. What? This incredible
1: yeah. uh, sponge of millions of signals that spits back. A number around the the prospects for wealthy people, the prospects for the market. Mm-hmm. It feels as if, and I don't think I'm reading too much into this, but it feels as if the market uh, is is feels fairly good about a potential Biden win. That every time, uh, I've it, it been tracking, I've been tracking the market gyrations relative to, relative to what's going on with the. The race. And it feels like every time Biden starts, the the narrative gets more positive for Biden, the market seems to like it, which I mm-hmm. found really interesting because— yeah. yeah, they
0: want a divided government. They want a divided it They want Nancy Pelosi. and, and uh, You know, yeah. it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how power. everyone deals with each other. It's the question I asked, Esther, about this. And she feels that, like, Nancy Pelosi should be super nice if Trump wins, like, real nice. Like, it'll, Hmm. it'll unsettle him rather than being in his face. He doesn't, you know, that's how you deal with a narcissist. Um, But they really do have to start um, figuring out a way to talk to each other. That is 100% true. And I think Wall Street likes the idea of everybody sort of blocking each other Mm -hmm. so that they have to. They have to legislate, they have to govern, um, and enough of this fighting. Like, I think that's one thing that Wall Street probably hopes is going to happen
1: but we'll see. I'm exhausted, Kara. Um,
0: I, know. I need, Stop I need soup Santa. and a cuddle.
1: I need soup you can't and a cuddle. Watch,
0: just put, what can you do today? Go outside. Take a walk with your Ugh. lovely wife. Ugh. Take a walk with your children. Go outside. Put the phone in like a lockbox and lock it away. Yeah. You yeah. can't do anything. It is it is what it is. The ball's out of our be, hands. It's out of your hand. The ball is out of your hands, like you said last week. So, take it out of your hands and just do something else. No,
1: don't be so fucking mature. I'm going back and I'm, I'm watching CNN you know until else? it's just, all over. Just
0: day drink then. How about day drink? Yeah. Be, be yeah. a day drinker in go. a heavy amount. That's the other thing to do.
1: Nice. Nice. No.
0: None of those things. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. We'll know by Monday, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> Never. <laughs> We're just gonna have two presidents. Nice Uncle Nice and Uncle Mean. Like god, that'd so that's what can
1: you that'd
0: imagine? No, oh I my can't. god, that would be like that would be a reality show to end all reality shows. Put them both in the White House and, and have hijinks ensue. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't like I can't even go there. I okay, just can't all even right. go there. Okay. I can't even go all there. All right.
0: Thank you so much. That's the show. Email us with questions about companies and trends in tech and business at pivot at voxmedia.com. We love your questions. Scott, please read us out. Today's
1: show was produced by Rebecca Sinanis, Fernando Finete. Engineered this episode. Erica Anderson is Pivot's executive producer. Thanks also to Hannah Rosen and Drew Burrows. Make sure you're subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts or if you're an Android user, check us out on Spotify or frankly wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please recommend it to a friend. Thanks for listening to Pivot from New York Magazine and Vox Media. We'll be back next week for a breakdown of all things tech and business. And next week, Kara, we'll still live in the most wonderful experiment ever. We'll still both yeah, be Americans. Thank you so much. We'll still have each other. Let's. <laughs> that's let's that's I will see you next week, Kara. Have a great weekend.